Opening kickoff of the second half is a touchback. BYU's Jake Oldroyd to Western Kentucky's Noah Whittington in the end zone. He'll be out to the 25-yard line flag on the play. Late in the first half, Zane Anderson left the game with the assistance of teammates. We'll see what his situation is early in half number two. One of the few negatives out of the first 30 minutes for a BYU team leading 35-3. After the play was over, personal foul, unnecessary roughness, number 90 of the return team. Half the distance to the goal, first down Western Kentucky. So the uh, penalty trouble continues for the Hilltoppers. Six penalties, 59 yards in the first half. BYU no penalties and no punts, by the way, in the first half. And now the first play of the second half, which isn't uh, much of one, results in a penalty to the first and 10, back to the 13-yard line. So Hilltoppers first and 10. Tyrell Pigram in the gun. He's gone all the way at quarterback. Gage Walker is the tailback to his left hip. BYU 32-point lead starting half number two. Cougars scoring touchdowns on every drive of half number one. Walker starts at left. Escapes the clutches of Kairos Tonga left shaking his head. And the run is upfield for nine yards on first and ten. They have these moments, Riley, where the run game looks really good. Yeah, and I haven't mentioned it, but i got to give credit to Walker and Moses. Obviously, Walker, who's averaging five and a half yards per carry, they are really quick backs who know how to read their blocks. And the offensive line is doing just enough to create holes, and they're creasing them for seven to eight a pop. And on the second (laughs) down and two... There's a run that actually results in a stumble forward, but for two yards and a first down. Yeah, until the dew of the second half on the natural turf of Lavelle Edwards Stadium gets you and you slip down. As Gage Walker did there, but oh, and they say he didn't quite get it either. They say he was actually a half yard shy. So it's third down and one now for Western Kentucky. And that's an offensive line, by the way, with 139 career starts in the group. Yeah, it shows. They're holding their own against BYU's defensive front. BYU shows six across the front including man coverage on the right with corner Micah Harper. So seven in the box for BYU, five on the line. Snap to Pigram, handoff, Walker, and Walker on the third and one. Did he get it? Yes, plus one. Third and one, got two, moved the sticks for Western Kentucky. And as good as, as well as BYU played there in the first half, it was actually one of the few halves this year where BYU didn't have a defensive three and out. Yeah, this uh, Western Kentucky team's done a good job of staying ahead of schedule. I can only think of maybe one or two second and tens that they've been in. They always manage to get something on first, which puts them in third manageable, assuming they don't hurt themselves with a penalty. Pigram in the gun with Walker. Trips to the left side, tight end to the right. Looking middle on the crosser. Completion made to the 30-yard line, 32-yard line to Mitchell Tinsley. So it's Pigram to Tinsley. That's his third catch of the night. Just like that, Greg, you were mentioning that uh, no th- no three and outs, and there on first down, he just calmly you know reads the defense and hits the wide receiver set up over the ball for you know a good seven yards on first down. It's a WKT a WKU team still only at 111 yards tonight, but moving it smartly on a couple of first downs to open half number two. Pigram hands off to Walker, and he's got another first down. That was second and two, and the run is five, and BYU will platoon on the D-line and platoon elsewhere. Seven in, seven out for BYU right now defensively. So a hockey line change and then some for the Kooks. 
You want to freshen things up here. One of the first and ten, Mitch. Yeah, quick injury update. So Zane Anderson will not return in this game. He had it. He left the end of the second or the first half with a lower leg injury. Not sure how serious it is, but he will not return. So the injury woes for Zane Anderson unfortunately continue. It is a first and ten. WKU at their own 37-yard line, settling in the pocket and throwing left flat cleanly to the uh, tight end Simon. Joshua Simon on the reception and outside the numbers to the 45 gain of eight on first and ten so again it's another first yeah, a first down gain of eight yards yeah and when you mentioned the platoon change we're seeing some names we don't necessarily see as much although that was keenan ellis on the tackle and keenan is a starting cornerback or a starting db but the front seven's a a, a little bit of a mix here of guys who we don't hear from as often so wing back and two wides to the right, single wide left, and that's the short side for Pigram in the gun on second down and two. The give is to Walker, goes between the tackles for four. At least three, move the sticks again. So Western Kentucky, this drive to begin the second half feels just like the one that began the game for them. Yeah, and they're going at about the same pace. I mean, here they've ticked three and a half, going on four minutes off the clock. They're not quite at midfield. And, uh, you know, like we said, they're content to shorten the game because that works in their favor. Western Kentucky's punted on five of six drives to open the second half coming in two tonight. This doesn't have a punt vibe yet. First and ten from near midfield. 48-yard line of the Hilltoppers. A play fake. Chuck away. And now a throw in the right flat. Complete to Walker. Steps out of one tackle and drags a couple of Cougars for six. So, second down, four. And uh, the down and distance on this possession, very favorable for Western Kentucky. They're staying on schedule, getting nice gains on first down. They're into BYU territory. 46-yard line of BYU, second down and long four. Pigram hasn't uh, taken off down the field, but he he's pretty mobile. He's used his mobility to extend plays like he did on that last one. Wing back and two wides to the left, single wide right. Now a stop and check with me as they look to the signaler on the sideline. Ten-second play clock, 10-15 on the third-quarter game clock. BYU 35, Western Kentucky 3. Pigram in the gun, takes the belt high snap, gives to Walker. He's got the first down off tackle left and cuts up field. Inside the 40 to the 39-38, the run between the hashes. And again, a chain mover for Western Kentucky. BYU's got the big lead, but the Hilltoppers start the second half with some confidence. And again, seven in, seven out. The entire D-line and linebacker core changes and make it nine in. Nine yeah, out. as they as they as they swap change out on, the corners on the corners as well. So, a nine-person substitution for BYU for first and ten now. Western Kentucky at the BYU 38, trying to find the right combo and maybe keep these chunks of yards from happening down by down. Pigram in the gun. Takes a chest high snap. The righty settles and throws right side. Clean catch, but an undercut. Joshua Simon. Gets only a yard or two on the play as Isaiah Heron makes the tackle. Yeah, Isaiah, great job coming up being physical. I, I know you love it when a corner likes to prove the stigma wrong, that they are guys who shy away from contact and they come up and make good physical tackles. Just to go back to that second unit that just subbed out, Greg, obviously against Texas State they didn't perform up to their standards. They need a leader to emerge um, so that they don't become a liability when they get in any second-half opportunities. Under nine to go in the third quarter. And again, in no hurry are the Hilltoppers. The play clock's already down to five with Pigram awaiting the shotgun snap. Tight end and single wide right. Wide receivers left. The handoff is Moses, and Moses is wrapped up and brought down for a loss on the play. 
It's Isaiah Kofusi having himself a nice night. That was on a second and nine. It'll go to third and nine. No, no gain and no loss. It's just right back to the line. So third down long here for Western Kentucky. Finally, the drive is slowed a bit. We'll see what the uh, Hilltoppers can dial up on third down. But they are four of seven on third downs tonight. They've been good at moving the sticks in this situation. Play clock is at 15. Game clock at 8.15. BYU's up 35-3 to here in the third. And again, the stop and check with me necessitates every player standing, looking, and now resetting with a five-second play clock. Tyrell Pegram gets the center snap at his chest. Flushed out to the right and dumps it in the right flat. Complete. First down. No, not quite. I'm not sure. There's the spot as it came to the near boundary. The receiver, Moses, took it to near the line to gain. Will they give him the first down? They have just reached past. So again, a third down conversion. That was third and nine. Western Kentucky's been really good at picking up third and not always so manageable here tonight. Now they're in scoring territory. They brought a blitz, and oftentimes when you get when you bring a blitz, you're either decide you're either betting that the running back's going to stay in protection, which that time he didn't. He leaked out into the route, which is why he was so wide open. But even still, the left side of the defensive front lost contain, allowing Pigram to get outside and find the running back for the first down. They've converted a third and 11 and a third and nine here tonight. Pigram settles in a clean pocket. Now guns it on the seam just beyond. That was actually more of a corner to the intended receiver, Mitchell Tinsley. And it goes incomplete. He had Tinsley just overthrew him. Yeah, he did. He had him in that kind of area in front of the safety behind the linebackers. BYU linebackers did a good job of getting depth. There was a window there, but I think Pigram, that's one of those as a quarterback where you, you kind of guide the ball. You see that he's open, and you don't throw it as as, as instinctively. Yeah, it was. It, if he'd thrown more like a true seam, yeah. it would have. It would have might have been a completion there. Yeah. The angles weren't quite right between quarterback and receiver. Second down and ten now from the BYU twenty-eight. Trips to the left, single wide right. They call him Piggy. Tyrell Pigram is in the gun. He's got Gage Walker to his right. Now Walker vacates to empty. The swing is to Walker. Makes the pass complete. The thirty, the twenty-five, the twenty-three, twenty-two. Yeah, mark him back 23. It'll be a gain of five. Third down and five coming up for Western Kentucky. So you're down 35-3. to three. Do you look at this as four-down territory? 24-yard line of BYU. It's third down. They say six. Third and six. Tight end and wide receivers to the wide side right. There's a single wide receiver left side, which is the short side for Pigram, who sets up at the far hash. The Hilltoppers go left to right as we see it, and you hear it. The hand clap, and then the stop and the pause, and they look to the sideline. Again, they get late in most clocks. There's not the urgency you might see of a team that thinks it's in the game and has a shot. 32-point deficit. Pigram settles, lobs it to the end zone. Man there, and too far and to the boundary incomplete. That pass was intended for Jeremiah Fails, and the pass fails to reach him in the end zone. It'll be fourth down and six, and the offense stays on the field, so there appears to be the answer to your question. The play clock is at 25, plenty of time, and no motion for a kicking team to come on. So, chance for the defense to stiffen here and keep the uh, Hilltoppers out of the end zone. Certainly a chance to keep them from advancing to the line to gain, which is six yards downfield. Fourth and six from the BYU 24. Pigram shotgun just behind him to his right is Walker. Now moves to his left diagonally in arrears. Snap Pigram on a three-step. Looks left. Pushed out of the pocket. Scrambling for the line to gain. He's got it and more. 20-15-10. Five spin to the one. First and goal, Western Kentucky at the two or the one-yard line. Didn't get it on third. They got it on fourth and looking to score 
a touchdown for the first time tonight are the Hilltoppers. Well, one of the things that's going to come out of the evaluation of this game with the pass rush, well, they've done a good job getting good push. They cannot seem to maintain both edges and be firm on both edges, maintaining contain. That time, Pigram escaped to the left. They did not have a QB spy, so once he broke the contain of the pass rush, there was no one left for him as he picked up the first down and made his way down to the one-yard line. Pigram shotgun. Walker left hip. First and goal from the one, far hash. Wides to either side, double tights, left and right. The hand clap, the chest eye snap, the give to Walker, and he doesn't get there. He motions forward, gets back to the original line, and that is it. So not much momentum there for Gage Walker into the pile of people at the one. Second and goal now from the one. Opportunity for a goal line stand here. I mean, the... Obviously, I don't think it's going to matter in the outcome of the game, but it's going to matter to this defense for two things, two reasons. One, keep points off the board, and uh, two, just show that you can establish, you know, assert yourself as the first-string defense has come back in to try and save this drive. Trainers, the single wide left. They have Simon and two tight ends to the right. Walker in the gun with Pigram on second and goal from the one. Snap to the quarterback. Puts it in the belly of the back, pulls it away, and goes deep in the end zone, but too far and out of bounds. Way too much on it for the back line throw intended for Joshua Simon, the tight end. So that's incomplete on second and goal from the one. Now third and goal from the one-yard line. And keep in mind, the Hilltoppers start these plays in the gun. So it goes from the one to the six in a hurry. They don't go under center. I don't think they've been under center tonight, have they? They have not, no. BYU's been under center maybe two times is all. And the Hilltoppers have been in gun the whole night. And they're going to keep Pigram in the gun on third and one with 5.01 to play in quarter number three. BYU's up 35-3. to three. Tyrell Pigram with Walker to his right. Takes the shotgun snap at his belt and lobs back corner fade left pylon incomplete. And that was closer to the DB than the intended wide receiver. As Keenan Ellis was in coverage on the pass intended in that back left corner for Xavier Lane. It'll be incomplete, and fourth and goal from the one. 4.58 to play in the third quarter. BYU with a 32-point lead, and the Hilltoppers have failed to get the three feet needed on three plays. They'll now go to fourth and goal from the one, and back to the gun goes Tyrell Pigra. Gage Walker's the tailback. Double tight to the right with wides to either side. Now the back goes to the left hip. Of Pigram, the handoff to Walker, and did he get there? It looks to be short on the handoff. The Cougars hold. Gage Walker didn't get there. The Hilltoppers will probably want a review of the spot, but it's spotted short. As the official confirms there, the ruling is short of the goal line. They may take a look at it, but the Cougars held on fourth and goal from the one. No points scored, and the Cougars about to take over on offense if the play holds after this. 4.54 to go in quarter number three. A long drive results in no points for the Hilltoppers. 35-3, Cougars still lead it on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans located on University Parkway in Orem, Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience. So come visit our store today. 4.54 to go in quarter number three. And if being down 35-3 to wasn't dispiriting enough, your Western Kentucky, you just had the ball for 10 minutes and 6 seconds 
snapped 20 plays on the drive for zero points. Came away with nothing. I feel like on the goal line, like not that I was rooting for them to score, but I feel like they just got a, a little too cute. They tried. Uh, they haven't had any success with their outside wide receivers. They tried two seam balls, and then uh, that the old uh, it was kind of it wasn't a Tebow play because it wasn't a fake quarterback run, but they did the kind of like fake dive quarter um, tight end pop pass. And then lastly, tried to go with what I thought. They should have just given four cracks with Walker at the goal line, but they give it to him on fourth, and he's stuffed. So a 20-play drive for nothing. And now BYU sees the football at its own goal line. The nose of the football is about the length of the football outside the plane. So BYU's backed up as far as it can go. 99-plus yards away. They've already scored on 84 and 88-yard fields. Last week they scored on a 94-yard field. Now they've got 99-plus. And Tyler Algiers eight yards deep in the end zone with Zach Wilson under center. Just got to get out right now on first and 10 from the one for BYU. Wilson crouching under center. Play clock down to five. Stretch handoff to Algier. Gets out of the shadow of the goal line and out of the five-yard line to the five and change. So a five-yard gain for Tyler Algier on first down and 10. Yeah, backed-up situational football is big time for the offensive line. This is where you really earn your stripes is being able to get push against that defensive front, create some space for your running back, and get yourself out, get all of your players out of the goal line as they're lining up right here. Zach's feet are uh, on the goal line. Western Kentucky's plus 10 minutes in possession time and not in the game. BYU 35, Western Kentucky 3. Again, Algier, and he just grinds those legs out to the 10-yard line near the 10 It'll be a third and a long one, maybe two coming up for BYU. Handoff Algier on first down and second down. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Third down and two for BYU. And the Kooks tonight have missed on a third and two and made on a third and two. Third and two from the BYU nine with Wilson under center. Ibax. Wake and Algier. handoff Tyler. And did he get there? Keeps the legs driving through an ankle tackle and did. Wow. They had him nearly stopped at the line to gain. But Tyler just squirmed out of that tackle. And so three straight handoffs to Algier. And the Cougars move the sticks from the 1 all the way out to the 12-yard line. 11 yards on the sequence of plays. First and 10 again for BYU. Wilson hasn't thrown a pass here in the second half. Rears back and fires to the far boundary. It's an interception. And Zach Wilson's INT streak ends, and it's a pick-six opportunity to the 10, to the 5, and out of bounds inside the 5-yard line. So Zach Wilson, who'd gone 185, 184 pass attempts without a pick, is picked off on pass 185, and the INT to the 3, to the 3-yard line of BYU. First and goal for Western Kentucky. Deontay Ruffin on the interception. That pass a little too much air and kind of wobbled to the far sideline intended for Keanu Hill at the boundary. Ruffin picked it off and down to the three. So Western Kentucky gets a do over here on their first and goal try. So Zach Wilson's record stretch of 184 pass attempts without a pick comes to an end. He holds the record, but it won't get any higher than 184 for the time being. Timeout on the field. 3.13 to go in the third. We're taking a break. 35-3, BYU leading it on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
3.13 to play in quarter number three. 35-3 is the score. BYU has had one possession here in the second half is all because it uh, the half began with Western Kentucky going on a 10-plus minute drive for no points. And on the ensuing BYU possession, Zach Wilson floats the ball to the far side that's picked off his first INT thrown since the Navy's season opener. His BYU record streak ends at 184 consecutive pass attempts without a pick. Back to school, back to football, back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, seafood, or the award-winning Unlimited Salad Festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. Well, it was a perfect offensive half in the first half for BYU. Five drives, five touchdowns. A less-than-perfect start to the second half for the Kooks. And Western Kentucky looking at a first and goal from the BYU 3 after the INT by Deontay Ruffin. Therese Trainer be split left. Tight end and two wides to the right for Tyrell Pigram in the gun. We'll see what the uh, Hilltoppers come up with on this sequence of downs with goal to go. They couldn't get it in on first and goal from the 1. Option fake, shovel. And Simon reaches for the plane and scores the touchdown. So the shovel pass goes from Pigram to the tight end, Joshua Simon. And Simon leads the ball past the plane. The Hilltoppers have their first touchdown, 35-9, with a PAT coming up for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, they played off that previous goal line stand. All of the attention going to Walker, BYU thinking that he's going to get the ball. They give the fake toss to him, pitching underneath on the shovel pass as you mentioned, Greg, and he was able to, after being hit initially at about the two-yard line, keep his feet turning and reach the ball out over the goal line. Haggerty will hold the long snap from Matt Baldeck. Braden Narvison on to keep his perfect streak alive of placement kicks this year, and that's good. He's now 14-14 of 14 on his PATs, 6-for-6 six six on his field goal tries. That's 20-20 vision for the kicker from Western Kentucky. 3.09 to go in the third. We'll take another break as we have the score 35-10. BYU leads WKU. We'll see if Zach Wilson gets uh, one more series as we come back to Provo. After this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, did you know you can have your groceries waiting to be picked up or better yet dropped off at your front door? It's all done online at smithsfoodanddrug.com or on their app on your phone. Download the Smiths app and save time. Shop online. BYU 35, Western Kentucky 3. Zach Wilson's lowest pass efficiency number on this year is 177. Every other game's been over 200. Crazy numbers. He's at 146.3 tonight. 16 for 28. Victimized by a couple of drops. I think it's fair to say. Uh, 203 on the pass yards. Three touchdowns and a single pick. First pick since BYU's first game of the season. On pass attempt number four at Navy. He threw a good ball, actually, but Neil Pau was the intended receiver. He was hip-checked off his route and couldn't reach up for the pass, went as a pick. Since then, he hadn't thrown one. 184 consecutive pass attempts without a pick. And then on pass number 185... It floated to the sideline intended for Keanu Hill. Picked off, returned to the three, and then into the end zone go the Hilltoppers to make it 35-10. to 10. Fair catch called for on the ensuing kickoff. Caleb Christensen calls it fair, and it'll be out to the 25 for the BYU offense. So question now becomes how much longer is Zach Wilson in this game? 
Greg, it's better this week than next, I say. <laughs> Let's get the interception For any dip whatsoever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just get out of the system. Well, and just uh, I mean, just to comment on that, I mean, the, the Hilltoppers, they've played some great defense. They've been, um, you know, stride for stride with these BYU receivers. This will provide a great test and preparation for that Boise State game next week as they need to be a little bit more crisp on breaking away, creating separation, and making easier throwing lanes for Zach. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. A short boot turns into a deep drop for Zach Wilson. He's got time surveying downfield. Now flushed out to the right. Keeps it going toward the sideline. Dumps it off sidearm to Isaac Rex. First down to the 36-yard line for BYU. Resourceful from Zach Wilson and a capable target in Isaac Rex. And BYU moves the sticks on an 11-yard gain first and 10. Most definitely they come out with a max protect, eight-man protection, two-man route. They only sent Gunner and Dax down the field. Uh, and uh, Western Kentucky, they were hoping to catch him in man coverage. They didn't. They caught him in zone, so they each had two men covering him. Rex did a good job coming out of protection, providing a, a receiver option for Zach. We see shotgun split backs. Delay draw to Algier. Algier is tripped up and slid to the ground three yards upfield. They marked him only two yards upfield. That seems a little harsh. Either way, second and long coming up for BYU. Second and seven. Give him three on that. Advance 2.15 to play in the third. Brisk moving third quarter. Of course, 10 minutes plus came on one Western Kentucky drive that resulted in no points. They go to pistol with Katoa trailing Wilson. 35-10, BYU leading it. Two minutes now even to go in the third quarter. Shotgun snap to Zach. In comes the blitzer. Blitz is beaten to the near side, but incomplete on the throw wide for Milne. Just not enough time for, for Zach there. They came with heat. And fours a third down and eight for BYU. Third long seven. And Zach Wilson's night now 17 for 30. So, Greg, and this might be getting into a little bit of the real uh, dirty details of the game, but BYU often does a three-man slide where they're trigger or fourth-man slide. Uh, that means they send the guard. A delayed blitz was what able, enabled the um, Western Kentucky guy to get into the backfield. Hilltoppers. Face Owen, a high hit on Mount Neil Pau as the Hilltoppers come hard. And on third down and seven, Wilson throws on the slant to Pau, makes the catch for the first down, and then three flags fly as he's hit hard near midfield. BYU yet to be penalized tonight. Western Kentucky already seven penalties and maybe number eight coming up here, and they've been particularly punitive. A number of the infractions against the Hilltoppers tonight, extending BYU drives. That was going to be extended on the Cougars' own with a nice catch made by Pau on a high throw by Zach. Here comes the call. Personal foul. Targeting. Defense number 16. That's a 15-yard penalty and an automatic first down. The previous play is under further review. So they'll take a look at the target. We've seen two targeting calls and a face mask against Western Kentucky tonight. BYU yet to be penalized in this game. 151 to play in the third. As we get late in the third, let's send a program note out to our network affiliates. We are going to take our two-break break at the end of the third quarter. So when the third quarter ends, we'll break for 90 seconds, come back for a quick reset, then a second 90-second break before quarter number four gets underway. So our two-break break is forthcoming. We have 151 to play. In quarter number three, where BYU leads Western Kentucky by a score of 35 to 10. And credit Neil Pau for hanging in there on that uh, last play. Takes a hard hit after making a really nice catch. And we're going to call that, well, go ahead, Riley. 
Well, I was just going to say it was very similar situation to what happened with Dax. Uh, Neil obviously is has a couple inches on Dax, where Dax's throw on on his targeting uh, went uh, above over his hands. Neil, being that much taller, was able to reach up, grab it, corral it, and survive the hit with the ball. So it's under two to go here in quarter number three. The official Kevin Hassel taken off the headset. They've seen what they needed to see, and here comes our adjudication. After further review, the ruling of targeting is confirmed. Number 16 is disqualified from the game. The 15-yard penalty will be assessed from the end of the run. First down. So earlier tonight, Western Kentucky lost safety Devin Key. The guy that replaced him is now ejected. So the number two or the second of two starting safeties is gone. His backup is gone. And now they'll see who they go to deeper in the depth chart for safeties. As it's now first and 10 BYU at the Western Kentucky 36-yard line. This may or may not be Zach's last series of the game. Wilson's in pistol with Algier. Give Tyler. Tyler runs past one. Runs through a second. Keeps the Pistons pumping to the 29 of Western Kentucky. Strong seven-yard game between the tackles for Tyler Algier. Trey Meadows the tackle of Tyler. So second down three. Cougars very much on schedule with a nice down distance. Second and three. Ball between the hash marks. BYU going right to left as we see it and you hear it here in quarter number three. The Cougars all in white with pink accents. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers in black pants, white, uh, red jerseys, chrome silver helmets. Tyler Algier nearing 100 yards on the night. Up to 93 on 15 totes. And he's in pistol. The give to Algier. Algier 100 and more. 25-20, flag flies, 15-10-5, into the end zone, touchdown, Cougars! With 101 to go in the third, Tyler Algier for the second time tonight. Great run, unfortunately looks like it's coming back. There's a flag in the area of holding uh, right at the line of scrimmage. It's about two yards past the line of scrimmage. There was a big pile up of bodies, and the BYU offensive linemen are staying back where the, pre- where the original line of scrimmage was, expecting this run to be brought back. Holding offense, number 69. 10-yard penalty from the previous spot. Remains second down. So to second and 13. What a time for BYU's first penalty of the night on a touchdown scoring play. Tristan Hodge with the hold. Tyler Algier was going to go over the century mark and get into the end zone for the second time, but it's all brought back. Second down, 13 for BYU back at the WKU 37. And I'm saying it's four-down territory for BYU here. Second, 13. And they actually go to second and 11 is all. Delayed handoff to Katoa. And he's held by the shoe tops and dropped for no gain on the play. Third and long now for BYU. And maybe not four down territory with no gain on that play. So third down very long for the Cougs. Third and 11. Ball near hash at the 37-yard line of Western Kentucky. Of course, if they get nothing here, you're looking at 54, which should tie the career long for Old Royd hit twice and you might just decide that offense is uh, a better option in that position we'll see we're in the final 30 seconds of the third quarter BYU's up 35 to 10 no points for BYU in the third quarter after putting up 35 in the first two trips to the right for Wilson in the gun third and 11 ball near hash takes a belt high snap three-step drop the righty fires to the far side incomplete too wide for Cody Epps and so now it's fourth and 11 from the 37 and might it well yeah, looking at the sidelines definitely not an immediate decision looks like they're sending out the field goal unit yep for a 54 yard try 
which would tie the well and let's not call it 54 yet until we see where Rico's going to put the knee down it could be 55 yep I think we're looking at a 50 well, let's see here no it'll be 54 it'll be right at the 54 so this to tie Jake Oldroyd's career high and Western Kentucky will call a timeout timeout Western Kentucky this is their first charge to the half 30 seconds in length We'll stay right here with the 12 seconds to play in the third. 35-10, BYU leading it. Oldroyd looking at what would be a 54-yard try. He's hit for twice from 54. Once last year against Washington. Once this year. And now here trying once a year here against Western Kentucky. His 54-yarder came against Troy. Hey, Greg, quick uh, quick update for you. So, uh, Gunnar Romney, he's actually has not been on the field this half. Um, he is on the sideline in sweat, so not in pads. I have been told it is not injury-related, just more precautionary. Um, so shouldn't be a worry there, but we won't see Gunnar in the second half. Well, you hope he got out of the first half unscathed, right? That nothing did set him back. And that he's good to go for Boise State. 35-10, this to make it 38-10. Jake Oldroyd from 54 yards, which would tie his career long from the left hash. Drives it through, and it is wide left. No good. Six seconds remain in the third quarter. Was there a flag on the play? Yeah, Western Kentucky came after it hard and I think made contact. Here we get the TV replay. Ooh. So what is it? It looks like his leg comes down and then he gets contacted with. Is it similar to a punter where when the leg is up, it's a different Running penalty? Running into the kicker. Defense. It's a five-yard penalty. It remains fourth down. So it goes to fourth and six. It's five yards closer. And they'll keep Oldroyd out there and try a 49-yard field goal. See if he keeps his perfect, because he had been perfect on the year, by the way. On his PATs and his field goals. That one had the distance. It just He just pulled it. He's on the left hash, and he just pulled it a little bit left. This one he needs to kick it a little bit more straight through. From 49 yards, Old Roy again. And this one is through for three. So stays perfect on the year. 7 for 7 on his field goals, 36 for 36 on his PATs, and BYU scores in the third. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.